When you think about wealth, what is the first thing that comes to your head? I mean, be honest. What are you thinking about right now as I'm talking about wealth? For most people, when they hear the word wealth, they think of, you know, nice clothes, expensive cars, big houses, luxurious vacations, pretty much anything that costs more money than most people have. Those tend to be the identifiers of wealth. The mind-blowing thing is, what if I told you that you don't actually see wealth? I know, boom, your mind is blown, but it's true. This week, I'm going to break down all of this, and I know there's so many out there that if they understood wealth a little bit more, some of their decisions on how they spend their income may change. Let me take this time to open your eyes to the part of money you can't see, wealth. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Hey, what is going on? And what a great time. What a great time it is. We were finally, uh, I say finally, we're, we've gotten through the Get Out of Debt series, and hopefully everyone uh, was able to take something away from that. If if you if you were able to tune into the all four of the parts, uh, I'm I'm really excited that that you were able to to do that, and I was hoping that in that series that you would it would help someone out there get the knowledge, motivation, and just that that drive to get started, uh, to get out of debt and get on that get out of debt journey. So if you missed it, go back, uh, check out the last four episodes um, of the Financial Mirror as the Get Out of Debt series is actually just what just what I finished uh, last week and uh, you, you've, you've got to start clearing out the debt so that you can be on your way to financial freedom and that's gonna sort of bring us right into right into this episode um, I wanted to, to follow up with with you know people uh, coming out of debt uh, so now I think it's very important that we shift. We shift that focus and we start talking about something that uh, society has sort of changed our perception on. And I think that that's something that we we really have to work to fix, especially for anyone that is just getting out of debt, getting that very realistic set of principles, that realistic set of, you know, in 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 definitions, right? Not not redefining uh, what words mean, but really focusing on what what wealth is so you can see him by the title of this episode that wealth is not is literally the part of the money that you can't see like you don't see the wealth so i want i wanted to work on that i think that we need to work to fix how that that sort of that that word is now being used the term wealth is is really thrown around and i don't think that we we truly have defined it correctly as a society, and it, it, how we've defined it has changed a lot of perception that we currently see today. So I want to clear the air on wealth and how this single most important thing that you can do, uh, how wealth is the single most important thing you can do that you to, to living a financially free stress-free life, building a legacy uh, for you and your family, and and ultimately just building out that future. So I think it's a, a very important concept that once you realize it, it's literally like that aha moment, right? That the light switch clicks on and you say, wow, I, I don't need that. 
I need to focus on building wealth. That's what I need. That's that aha moment. That's the part where life begins to change. Honestly, I think this is single. The single misunderstanding is one of the things that are keeping most people, most, most people from creating this life uh, financially that they've always dreamed of. This is this is honesty. I mean, this is honestly wealth and this idea of I don't need that. I need to build wealth, focusing on that. That's what I need to work on is truly the one thing that's keeping people from from achieving that financial dream that they've always had. And I'm, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. So what is wealth? I'm going to start off. I wanted to define it. I wanted you to understand what wealth is, not just this conceptual thing that society has created, but more importantly, what exactly wealth is in a whole and how we can sort of sort of change our mind, rewire our brain to understand how we can use wealth to to better ourselves, like I said, do better your financial future. Uh, better the financial the financial stability of your family, so forth and so on. So a quick Google search says that wealth is an abundance of valuable possessions or money. That's what a quick Google search says. Uh, Webster sort of says the same, but all, they also use abundant supply, uh, all property that has money value or an exchangeable value. And then you can sort of see... Uh, that, that this can be, this can be slightly misleading, right? Uh, uh, this can be, this could be definitely slightly misleading. It, it's using this example of, of an abundance of valuable possessions. Some people think of a brand new Tesla as being a valuable possession. Not so fast. Hold your horses. So, uh, I, I guess a Tesla could be fast, right? But but a, a Tesla, it's to be honest with you, it's not a valuable possession because I'll tell you right now, a Tesla will be worth much less than if you bought one today. It will be more, worth much less in ten years than you bought it for today. I can guarantee you that. I mean, I can guarantee you that. Like that's that's for sure, right? So, what is a what is a, 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 a what is wealth, right? What are these valuable possessions? Well, we're going to get to it. So, it it's it's the, you know this Tesla to some may be a valuable possession, but why why is it not wealth, right? Like why is me not having a Tesla make me wealthy? I thought that's that's why I bought the Tesla. Come on, man! Like I bought the Tesla to be wealthy. No, no, no. 
So, so what, what about, so moving on from the Tesla, everybody wants the Tesla, but moving on, what about an abundance of money, right? That was another part of the definition, an abundance of money. Well, money by definition is, is a medium exchange uh, that we collectively accept as a certain, that has a certain value based on many things. Now, how is an abundance of money not wealth? Well, this one is extremely easy and because we're going through some extreme inflation shifting right now. Therefore, if your money is sitting in a shoebox somewhere, it's literally losing as of right now about 5.4% of its value. Um, and if you have it in a savings account, like let's say that you, you, you're not doing the shoebox route and you have it in a savings account, you're only, it's only increasing in value, uh, at about, or it's only decreasing in value at about 4.9% because you're getting about 0.5 off of the savings account. So it's still decreasing in value sitting in your savings account, just not as much. So as you can see, this current definition of wealth can be super duper misleading, can make people think of wealth in the completely wrong way. So what is a good example of wealth? And don't worry, I told you, I got you taken care of. We're going to get you that. So um, a great quote that helps when you're trying to define wealth and you're trying to really uh, figure out how you're going to define wealth, how you're going to you know, sort of visualize this thing called wealth. Morgan Housel says in The Psychology of Money, which is a great read, by the way, if you need a book to pick up, uh, The Psychology of Money is a great one to, to, to jump in on, dive into and, and really start to, to, to learn, you know, sort of how money and, and how you think about it type of thing works. But he says in the book uh, or, or in, in the book, Housel says, wealth is is what you don't see. Right. So. Wealth, wealth is something that uh, you don't see. So spending money to show people how much money you have is the fastest way to have less money. And we'll say it again. Wealth is what you don't see. Spending money to show people how much money you have is the fastest way to have less money, right? Like what uh, looking at looking at the the pictures, like buying the mansion, right? Like look at the picture on the screen. Buying that mansion is if you can't afford that mansion and, and, I, and we're going to, I'm going to speak the term afford very loosely here. Um, cause I don't, I don't think that anyone needs a house that big. First off, I, I don't, I don't see, uh, the value. I bet, I'm sure the, uh, these mansions that people own, there's like a, there's like a, a family of four living in it. I'm not sure why it's necessary, but, but you know, go for it. Um, but that, that, what Housel said is very, very accurate. And from from the previous example, like I said, the Tesla, uh, you can see you can see a Tesla, yes, but does driving like wealth you don't see, but you can see a Tesla. So does driving a Tesla, or let's use a more expensive car like a Maserati or something like that, does driving a Maserati make you look like you have money? Well, well, yeah, it, obviously, you're driving around a car that cost you eighty thousand plus dollars but are you wealthy well not exactly people think you're wealthy right you're driving around an eighty thousand dollar plus car you know but are you wealthy well the i mean you might be i'm not saying you're not wealthy you you might easily be wealthy but you could also be just that could that could have been you know 
all of your money if you bought it cash, or you could just be eighty thousand dollars in debt, right? So, uh, it, it, it's 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 a it's a lose lose win win type thing. But in reality, people look at you as being wealthy, right? Because our society has given this idea that wealth is a it's it, you're wealthy if you have the symbols that we look at as being wealthy. So nice cars, uh, big vacations, big homes, nice clothes, nice watches, like like things like that uh, have, have become what society considers to make you wealthy. And it couldn't be further from the truth. So why can't you see wealth? If there's all these things, you're probably wondering, so you're, you're going through all this, you're telling me, why can't I see wealth? I see the, I see the cars, I see the house. We all have eyes. We see everything. Well, you're right. We can see everything. So what is it? Housel goes right into his book and defines exactly why you can't see it. And this is going to shock you, but I'm going to read. Um, I'm going to read that. But in today's time, when you ask people to describe wealth, they think of things like money, cars, clothes, houses. Housel clears it up in the book and he says it perfect. Wealth is the nice cars not purchased, the diamonds not bought, the watches not worn, the clothes forgone, and the first class upgrade declined. Wealth is financial assets that haven't yet been converted into the stuff you see. You see what I'm, you see where we went with that, right? I know, I know it's shocking. Like that will blow your mind because wealth is the cars that you didn't buy, the clothes that you didn't buy, the house that you didn't buy, the first class seat that you didn't upgrade to because sitting with people is the same in the first class versus the non-first class. Yeah, you have a little more room, but it's it's the same. You're going from point A to point B. So so. Being wealthy does not mean these these symbols. Being wealthy has nothing to do with the symbols that we as a society have created and people want to buy into. And that's what that's what absolutely could not be further from the truth that you're you're actually more likely to not be wealthy by buying into these things. Right. Is wealth is all those nice things that you don't have, not what you do have. Right. That's that's the part that you have to remember. So because I continue uh, or before I continue, I want you to know that none of this means you can't have nice things. Okay. first and foremost, this does not mean you can't have nice things. None of this means that you must forego every part of life that is nice, live in a box, eat Lunchables and ramen noodles and rice and beans. It This is simply a mindset. It is simply a mindset. I learn best through example, so I'm going to give you an example so that you can sort of see where I'm coming from. So let's think about this average person, right? Average person. Uh, didn't mean to do that. Let's think about this average person. And and do you know what... Let's, I, like, I like giving people names. What do we want to say? So let's let's talk about Sarah. Sarah is our average person today. So congratulations, Sarah. You just became average. All right. Maybe maybe Sarah was below average. Maybe it was an upgrade. I don't know. Anyways, Sarah's average. Do you know what Sarah eats at night? Do you see what Sarah wears every day? Do you know how much Sarah has in their bank in her bank account? 
do you know how much Sarah has in retirement? Well, I can answer this question for you. I, most likely not. Uh, probably, probably. I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident. Most likely not. So, the let's take someone else. So before I, I'm, I'm going to wrap all this up, but I, I'm going to wrap the, the tie these two together. But let's take someone else. Let's think about Joneses. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that Joneses. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna choose the name Joneses because of keeping up with the Joneses that saying out there. But so we got Sarah and we have Joneses. So let's say that Joneses is out there. Do you see what? So, so Sarah, Sarah is, is, is up there. Um, do you see what Joneses eat at night? Well, probably because people that keep up with the Joneses, they're probably posting about it on IG every day, right? Most likely. Oh, look at my new, look at my new, uh, $60 steak dinner that I had at, at my local steakhouse or whatever. I don't know. Look at my $27 martini that I'm drinking. Like, like, yeah, so Joneses probably lets you know what they're eating at night. Do you see what Joneses wear every day? Well, probably because they have to post these glorious pictures with this beautiful sunset behind them, right? Uh, like, you probably see what Joneses is wearing every day. And um, you probably also know what Joneses drives because what Jones drives, Jones's drives is that pride and joy, right? They, they, they love the pride and joy of that car they drive. But do you see what's in Jones's bank account? Do you see their debt amount? Well, no, you, you don't. And this is why you can't see wealth because out of all of those things that Jones's has, all those nice meals, all those nice cars, all those nice clothes, you don't see what Joneses actually has. Sarah, on the other hand, is up there and probably has way more uh, net worth, way more money than Joneses has. But but Sarah doesn't show it. Sarah Sarah might be above average. Sarah might have all the money in the world, but you will never know it because Sarah is not worried about showing you what Sarah has. Joneses want you to know what they have. So the, this is a, a perfect saying that, that is, is uh, constantly said, but rich people stay rich by living like they're broke. Broke people stay broke by living like they're rich. So if you ever want to, you know, build wealth, uh, you've got, you've got, you can't be out to buy things to show, you know, this the artificial wealth image that society thinks that wealthy is, right? So when you think about it, people that have a long-term outlook on life, looking at sort of how they can improve their wealth, commonly measured, as I stated earlier, as net worth, not like showing off, quote unquote. I think I think the new term, what's the uh, uh, new term flexing? People that flex, I think that's a new term, right? So hold me, don't hold me to it, but... <laughs> I think flexing people that, that are flexing or who people who are wealthy and normally don't show it. So if you're seeing people that are trying to show off this new car they bought or trying to, you know, wear all these nice clothes, I'm not saying that they're broke. So let me clear the air. I'm not saying they're broke. But what I am saying is that people that have vast amounts of money tend to not, not really care about that. Just, just so you know. So 
how you want to be there, right? Everybody wants to be there. Everybody wants to build wealth. So how do you build wealth? Well, I'm going to start off by saying the first easiest, easiest, easiest thing you can do is stop wasting money on things you buy because you want people to think you have money. So that's the easiest way. So to be honest with you, no one really cares what you what you have. I'm just being honest with you. Well, actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me clarify. People that actually are trying to build wealth don't care that you just bought your brand new iPhone. Like they actually don't really care. Like they really don't care. So the people that you're impressing are also people that are just going out and spending money recklessly um, because they want to spend money and they then they want to tell you about, you know, what all they bought and everything that they got. So how do you do it? It's a simple process and you can continue to do this as a constant loop. Like this can continue forever and ever. And every time you go through the entirety of the loop, you, you pretty much are just going to add more money to your account. Okay. You're going to add more wealth. Your net worth is going to grow. Okay. So it's, it's very crucial that you just treat this like a, like a, just an ever forever, forever loop, constantly just going through it, going through the motions and it gets easier and easier. You get more proficient at it over time. It's just, it's just a something you do. So the first thing that you need to do, uh, to build, to start to build wealth is to earn more income, earn more money, get more money. So this can be earn more money from your main job. This can be from a side hustle. This can be, uh, maybe you're not earning more money, but you're cutting excess spending, which in turn is uh, creating more, you're keeping more of your hard-earned cash, right? So that's still earning money. If you're keeping more of your hard-earned cash, you're, you're technically earning more money each month. So the important part here is that there is absolutely a thousand percent unequivocally no no like limit to how much income you earn. The great part is the harder you work, the more knowledge and education you get, the more qualifications you pick up, the more creative you get, the more money you earn, right? I'm going to go through those again. So the harder you work, knowledge and education you get, more qualifications you pick up, more creative you get, the more money you will earn. All of this is going to lead to future income potential in your life. Okay. So I've went over in previous episodes. I've, I've talked about this before. Um, it's, it's all about, it's all about generating more cash. It's all about your income is your single most important wealth building tool. You've got to have income to start building wealth. It, I didn't say you have to have tons of income. I said you have to have income, specifically positive cash flowed income that you have that you can start utilizing to build wealth. So that's the first thing. You've got to earn extra money. So what do you do next? Well, the second thing, you've got to put your money someplace that it is going to grow. In layman's terms, you don't need the money in the shoebox under the bed. This is not going to build wealth. As I told you, you're losing 5.4% in June. As of June 2021, you are losing 5.4% of your money. It's decreasing in its value as, as of right now, just by sitting in a shoebox under your bed. Totally not worth it. You need money 
somewhere that it can outpace inflation and you can build wealth in the process through the through the use of compound interest, right? This could be mutual funds. This could be putting money into IRA and 401k accounts. This could be through the investment of stocks. This could be through real estate. Anywhere you you're taking your earned money and growing it, that's that's step two of this continuous loop of wealth building, right? You earn more money, you put that money somewhere where you can uh, you can begin to grow it. That whatever IRAs, four hundred one ks, brokerage accounts through the through investing in uh, stocks, through real estate. If you want to do uh, fix and flips, if you're if real estate's your thing, you're doing fix and flips. You're doing rental properties. You're doing whatever. You've you've got to figure out. How, where can I put my money to grow? Where can I put my money to let it build, let myself grow wealthy? That's number two. That's step two. The last thing you do in this continuous cycle is stay out of debt. You have to stay out of debt. You cannot be going in debt when you're trying to build wealth. When you're building wealth, debt is your absolute worst enemy. Okay. If you're growing wealth, debt is only setting you back. If you're trying to build tons and tons of wealth in your life, debt is only setting you back. So think about it. The calculation for net worth is your assets or things that make you money minus your liability or the things that you owe. So you have to grow this, right? If you keep adding stuff to your liabilities column, you are throwing your hard-earned income at debt and you're not actually building wealth. Think about that. In that equation, behind that minus sign is everything that you owe. If you're, everything that you owe is growing more than everything that you're making on the asset side, you will eventually be in the negatives. Okay? So you're further and further away from wealth building. You've got to stay out of debt. You've got to stay out of debt. It's the single most important thing that you can do is steer freer. Ah, steer freer. What is a steer freer? <laughs> steer free of debt. Steer far away from debt. You've got to stay away from it and you will build wealth. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. It's, it's, and, and when you go through this circle, as I said, it's a continuous circle, earn more income, put more into investments, stay out of debt, earn more income, go earn income somewhere else, put it toward investments, stay out of debt, go find somewhere else, earn more income, continue finding income. That doesn't mean that your other four income sources are gone. Create another income source, creative, be creative, come up with ways that you can earn money and be creative and go do it. That's key. That's important. That's what's going to help you do it. So wrapping this up, I hope you can see that wealth is actually not what you see, right? Wealth is not at all what you see. It's the furthest thing from it. So it actually is so much more than than that is and when you get get on track to know that you have the ability to build wealth you will quickly and i mean quickly see how unimportant getting that new car is how unimportant that $100 shirt is how unimportant that new phone is you start to realize that all that stuff that you were accumulating spending your hard earned money on it's 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 really not what you needed and you you'll quickly find out that that's that's not what you needed, uh, that's not what you what you 
which is not giving you the kind of return that you did you want to see out of your money. The happiness that comes when you when you buy things is normally very very short lived. So by knowing that if you're buying things out of the the feel good that it gives you uh, whenever you buy it and it makes you feel good because you just bought this and you're going to love it and all these things, it's that, that normally wears off pretty quick. But when you have this long lasting account and you're seeing it grow and it's growing money and you're not even doing anything, it's just sitting there and it's growing money. That's the kind of lasting impact, the lasting happiness that you want to see. So one of the things you can do is live life of through a mindset that's focused on long term. So investing is all about being slow and steady. It's all about um, living sort of within your means and allowing your income to grow for the long haul. You've got to understand that you work hard for your money and and over time your money will grow if you utilize these investment accounts correctly, all these places that you're putting your money to grow, if you're using those those correctly, your money, all the hard work you're doing for your money, it will start to work for you. And this is important. And when you finally buy into this, you will truly start to see uh, that all this is going to pay off. So I want to leave you with this final thing. Uh, the next time you want something, I want you to ask yourself, do I really need this? I want you to ask yourself, do I really need this or am I or, or like, am I buying this for me? That's another question. Am I buying this for me or am I buying this so others can see I have it? Okay. Maybe one, one trick that's out there is maybe wait. Maybe wait 30 days to see if you still want it. This is a very common trick. Uh, it sort of helps keep you from impulse buying. So if you are if you want something, let's say like I want a, a, a new TV and I, what, I, what I would do is I would write that down. I'd write that down on like refrigerator notepad or maybe just on a regular notepad or maybe a reminder of my phone or whatever. And I say, until these 30 days are up, I'm not going to buy this TV. Then what happens is uh, throughout throughout the, thir- the 30 days, you may continue to research it, maybe find the better price, right? Like you have 30 days. What are you going to do in 30 days? Well, you'll, you'll probably do some research. You'll probably continue to read reviews. You'll probably do all these things, find better pricings. Um, or on the flip side, you're like, wow, 30 days and you waited 30 days and then you may not even really want it anymore. Right. So sort of helps just a little trick to help with impulse buying. But one thing I just want to continue to stress and remember wealth is not what people see, but instead wealth is your little secret. Uh, the, the one thing that people, when they look at you do not know about. Okay. Uh, last thing, if you need someone to help you in your financial journey, a financial coach could be just what you need to push you along, motivate you and get you all the right resources and tools needed to have you on your way to financial freedom. I do. I serve as a financial coach and I would love to help you with any of your financial needs that you have. Just go over to the financial forward slash contact, fill out the contact form, and I will get connected with you and we will figure out how I can best assist you to reach your financial goals. So with that, I always, always, always am so appreciative of all the support that I continue to receive on the channel through all the subscriptions, the likes, the follows, etc., and, and everything that everyone is doing to continue to show uh, this show, all the support and the one thing that I ask is if you enjoy this or you know someone else that could use this information, please 
don't hesitate. Share share the podcast, share the Facebook, share the YouTube, anywhere that you're enjoying this, share it with someone that you know could use this information. And it not only helps me, but hopefully it's helping them as well get to where they want to be financially. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next week, peace. I'll see you then. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.